Hare Krishna, my dear devotees, welcome back to the daily readings of Srila Prabhupada's books, right here in Hythe, Kent, Southeast England, just a stone's throw from the English Channel. We call it the Haven because Hythe translates into Anglo-Saxon as Haven, and it has become a haven. Uh, it's a simple little ashram, just three of us living here, but there's a lot of hearing and chanting of Prabhupada's books going on here, and everyone who comes here notices it, and they appreciate, and we want to spread this uh, nectar that we're enjoying ourselves to others, because, you know, sharing means caring, and when you've got something good, you want to share it. So this hearing of Srila Prabhupada's books out loud and then reflecting with, uh, with like-minded devotees is the recommended method for becoming fully Christian conscious uh, in this life, lifetime. Uh, this and chanting the holy names of the Lord without offense uh, make the Yuga Dharma. So uh, welcome everyone, everyone out in cyberspace. I know there's some newer uh, pe new people come to our readings lately uh, and we de deeply appreciate their coming and uh, we hope that they stay <clears throat> okay Srimad Bhagavata Mahima Stotram by Srila Sanatana Goswami glorifies the Srimad Bhagavatam in a wo most wonderful way it goes like this Sarva Shastrabdipi Yusha Sarva Vedaika Satpala, Sarva Siddhanta Ratnaja, Sarva Lokaika Drikprada. O nectar from the ocean of all scriptures, singular fruit of all the Vedas, rich mine of the precious gems of all conclusive truths, you are the only giver of sight to all the worlds. Sarva Bhagavata Prana, Srimad Bhagavata Prabho. Kali Dwandodita Ditya Sri Krishna Parivartita O life heir of all the Supreme Lord's devotees, O Master, Srimad Bhagavatam, you are the sun risen in the darkness of Kali. You are the exact image of Sri Krishna. Paramananda Pataya Prema Varshakshadayate Sarvada Sarvasevyaya Shri Krishnaya Namostume. I bow down to you who are supremely blissful to read. Your every syllable pours down a flood of prema. You can always be served by everyone. You are Shri Krishna Himself. Madeka Bando Matsangin Madguro Man Mahadana my only friend, my constant companion, my spiritual master, my great wealth, my savior, my good fortune, my source of ecstasy, I bow down to you. Asadu sadhuta dayin hatini chuchata kada hanamun mam prem narit O bestower of saintliness to the unsaintly, O exalter of the most fallen, please never leave me. Always appear in my heart and my voice with pure love. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya So we've reached the sixth chapter of the second canto of Srimad Bhagavatam, Purusha Sukta, confirmed. We're starting with text 30. As Lord Brahma, Is it Lord Brahma? 
Yes, Lord Brahma is con continuing to instruct Narada Muni. It's actually Shukadeva Goswami explaining to Maharaj Prikshit how Lord Brahma is instructing Narada Muni. Text 30. <clears throat> Thereafter, the Manus, the fathers of mankind, the great sages, the forefathers, the learned scholars, the Daitas and mankind performed sacrifices meant to supreme, meant to please the Supreme Lord. Purport. The Daitas are devotees of the demigods <clears throat> because they want to derive the greatest possible material facilities from them. <clears throat> the devotees of a Lord, <clears throat> excuse me, pardon me, The devotees of the Lord are Eka Nishta, <clears throat> or absolutely attached to the devotional service of the Lord. They have, no, they have practically no time to seek the benefits of material facilities. Because of their realization of their spiritual identity, <clears throat> they are more concerned with spiritual emancipation than with material comforts. Text 31 all the material manifestations <clears throat> of the universes <clears throat> excuse me <clears throat> all the material manifestations <clears throat> of the universes are therefore situated in his powerful material energies which he accepts <clears throat> self-sufficiently, although he is eternally without affinity for the material modes. Pur purport. <clears throat> Something happening to my voice. Purport. The question put by Narada before Brahma concerning the sustenance of the material creation is thus answered. Material actions and reactions, as the material scientist can superficially observe, are not basically ultimate truth in regard to creation, maintenance, and destruction. The material energy is a potency of the Lord, which is displayed in time, accepting the three qualities of goodness, passion, and ignorance in the forms of Vishnu, Brahma, and Shiva. And the material energy thus works under the supreme spell of His Lordship, although He is always transcendental to all such material activities. A rich man constructs a big house by spending his energy in the shape of resources and similarly he destroys a big house by his resources but the maintenance is always under his personal care. The Lord is the richest of the rich because he is always fully complete in six opulences. Therefore he is not required to do anything personally, but everything in the material world is carried out by his wishes and direction. Therefore, the entire material manifestation is situated in Narayana, the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The impersonal conception of the Supreme Truth is due to, a, to lack of knowledge only, and this fact is clearly explained by Brahmaji, who is supposed to be the creator of the, of the universal affairs. Brahmaji is the highest authority in Vedic wisdom, and his assertion in this connection is therefore the supreme information. Text 32.
By his will, I create. Lord Shiva destroys. And he himself, in his eternal form as the personality of Godhead, maintains everything. He is the powerful controller of these three energies. Purport The conception of one without a second is clearly confirmed here. The one is Lord Vasudev, and only by his different energies and expansions are different manifestations, both in the material and in the spiritual worlds, maintained. In the material world also, Lord Vasudeva is everything, as stated in the Bhagavad Gita 7.19, Vasudevak Sarvamiti. Everything is Vasudeva only. In the Vedic hymns, also the same Vasudeva is held to be supreme. It is said in the Vedas, Vasudevat Pado Brahman Machanyorto Sritatvataha. In fact, there is no greater truth than Vasudeva. And Lord Krishna affirms this, the same truth, in the Bhagavad Gita 7.7. Matak Paratanam Nanyat. There is nothing above me, Lord Krishna. So the conception of oneness, as overly stressed by the impersonalist, is also accepted by the personalist devotee of the Lord. The difference is <clears throat> that the impersonalist denies personality in the ultimate issue, whereas the devotee gives more importance to the personality of Godhead. Srimad Bhagavatam explains this truth in the verse under discussion. Lord Vasudeva is one without a second, but because he is all-powerful, he can expand himself as well as display his omnipotencies. The Lord is described here as om omnipotent by the three energies, Trishakti Drik. Let me read this last sentence, couple of sentences again. Lord Vasudeva is one without a second, but because he is all-powerful, he can expand himself as well, as well as display his omnipotencies. The Lord is described here as omnipotent. The Lord is described here as omnipotent by three energies, three Shakti Drik. So primarily, his three energies are internal, marginal, and external. This external energy is also displayed in the three modes of goodness, passion, and ignorance. Similarly, the internal potency is also displayed in three spiritual modes, Samvit, Sandini, and Ladini. The marginal potency, or the living entities, is also spiritual, Prakriting Vidime Param. But the living entities are never equal to the Lord. The Lord is nirasta samya atishaya. In other words, no one is greater than or equal to the Supreme Lord. So the, so the living entities, including even such great personalities as Lord Brahma and Lord Shiva, are all subordinate to the Lord. In the material world also, in his eternal form of Vishnu, he maintains and controls all the affairs of the demigods, including Brahma and Shiva. Text 33 My dear son, whatever you inquired from me, I have thus explained unto you, and you must know for certain that whatever there is, either as cause or as effect, both in the material and spiritual worlds, is dependent on the Supreme Personality of Godhead. PURPORT The complete cosmic manifestation, the complete cosmic situation, both 
in the material and in the spiritual manifestations of the energies of the Lord is working and moving first as the cause and then as the effect. But the original cause is the Supreme Personality of Godhead. Effects of the original cause become the causes of other effects and thus everything, either permanent or temporary, is working as cause and effect. And because the Lord is the primeval cause of all persons and all energies, He is called the cause of all causes, as confirmed in the Brahma Sangita, as well as in the Bhagavad Gita. The Brahma Sangita confirms 5.1 Ishwarak Padamak Krishna Satchidananda Bigrahaha Anadir Adir Govindak Sarva Karana Karanam And in the Bhagavad Gita 10.8 it is said Ahang Sarvasya Prabhavo Matak Sarvam Pravartate Itimatva Bhajante Mam Buddha Bhava so the impersonal primeval cause is Vigraha, the personal, and the impersonal spiritual effulgence, Brahmajyoti, is also an effect of the Supreme Brahman, Brahmano Hi Pratishtaham, Lord Krishna. Text 34 O Narda, because I have caught hold of the lotus feet, <clears throat> O Narda, because I have caught hold of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, O Narda, because I have caught hold of the lotus feet of the Supreme Personality of Godhead, Hari, with great zeal, whatever I say has never proved to have been false, nor is the progress of my mind ever deterred, nor are my senses ever degraded by temporary attachment to matter. PURPORT Lord Brahma is the original speaker of Vedic wisdom to Narada. And Narada is the distributor of transcendental knowledge all over the world through his various disciples, like Vyasadeva and others. The followers of Vedic wisdom accept the statements of Brahmaji as gospel truth, and transcendental knowledge is thus being distributed all over the world by the process of disciplic succession from time immemorial since the beginning of the creation. Lord Brahma is the perfect liberated living being within the material world, and any sincere student of transcendental knowledge must accept the words and statements of Brahmaji as infallible. The Vedic knowledge is infallible because it comes down directly from the Supreme Lord unto the heart of Brahma. And since he is the most perfect living being, Brahmaji is always correct to the letter. And this is because Lord Brahma is a great devotee of the Lord who has earnestly accepted the lotus feet of the Lord as the supreme truth. In the Brahma Sangita, which is compiled by Brahmaji, he repeats the aphorism Govindam Adi Purusham Tamaham Bajami. I am the worshipper of the original personality of Godhead, Govinda, the primeval Lord. So whatever he says, whatever he thinks, and whatever he does, normally in his mood, are to be accepted as truth, as a truth, because of his direct and very intimate connection with Govinda, the primeval Lord. Sri Govinda who pleasingly accepts the loving transcendental service of his devotees, gives all protection to the words and actions of his devotees. The Lord declares in the Bhagavad Gita 9.31, Kauntiya Pradijanihi 
Name Bhaktak Pranashati. O son of Kunti, please declare it boldly that my devotee never perishes. The Lord asks Arjun to declare it. And why? Because sometimes the declaration of Govinda himself may seem contradictory to mundane creatures. But the mundaner will never find any contradiction in the words of the Lord's devotees. The devotees are especially protected by the Lord so that they may remain infallible. Therefore, the process of devotional service always begins with the service of the devotee who appears in disciplic succession. The devotees are always liberated, but that does not mean that they are impersonal. The Lord is a person eternally, and the devotee of the Lord is also a person eternally. Because the devotee has his sense organs, even at the liberated stage, he is therefore a person always. And because the devotee's service is accepted by the Lord in full reciprocation, the Lord is also a person in his complete spiritual embodiment. The devotee's senses, being engaged in the service of the Lord, never go astray under the attraction of false material enjoyment. The plans of the devotee never go in vain, and all this is due to the faithful attachment of the devotee for the service of the Lord. This is the standard of perfection and liberation. Anyone, beginning from Brahmaji down to the human being, is at once put on the path of liberation simply by his attachment in great in earnestness for the Supreme Lord Sri Krishna, the primeval Lord. The Lord affirms this in the Bhagavad Gita 14.26 Mang chayo bibicharina bhakti yogina sevate sagunan samatitaitan brahmabhuyaya kalpate Anyone, therefore, who is earnest, earnestly serious in heart and soul about being an intimate anyone therefore who is earnestly serious in heart and soul about being in intimate touch with the personality of Godhead in the relationship of transcendental loving service will always be infallible in words and action. The reason is that the Supreme Lord is the absolute truth and anything earnestly dovetailed with the absolute truth attains the same transcendental quality. On the other hand, any amount of mental speculation on the strength of material science and knowledge without any bona fide touch with the Absolute Truth is sure to be a mundane untruth and failure simply due to not being in touch with the Absolute Truth. Such godless, unfaithful words and actions, however materially enriched, are never to be trusted. That is the purport of this important verse. A grain of devotion is more valuable than tons of faithlessness. Text 35 Although I am known as the great Brahma, perfect <clears throat> in the disciplic succession of Vedic wisdom, and although I have undergone all austerities and am an expert in mystic powers and self-realization, and although I am recognized as such by the great forefathers of the living entities who offer me respectful obeisances, still I cannot understand Him, the Lord, the very source of my birth. Purport. Brahma, the greatest of all living creatures within the universe, is admitting his failure to know the Supreme Lord despite his vast learning in the Vedic wisdom, despite his austerity, penance, mystic powers, 
and self-realization, and despite being worshipped by the great Prajapatis, the forefathers of the living entities. So these qualifications are not sufficient to know the Supreme Lord. Brahmaji could understand the Lord to a little extent only when he was trying to serve him by the eagerness of his heart without the Kant Yavata. Redoubt Kantyavata, which is the devotional service mood. Therefore, the Lord can be known only by the sincere mood of eagerness for service and not by any amount of material qualification as scientist or speculative philosopher or by attainment of mystic powers. This fact is clearly corroborated in the Bhagavad Gita, 1854 and 55. Brahma prasanatma nashochiti nakankshiti samak sarvesha bhuteshu madbhaktim labhate puram bhaktya mam abhijanati yavanyas chasmi tatvataha tato mam tatvato gyatva vishate tadanantaram only self-realization by attainment of the above of the above high qualifications of vedic wisdom austerity and etc can help one on the path of devotional service but failing in devotional service one remains still imperfect because even in that position of self-realization, one cannot factually know the Supreme Lord. By self-realization, one is qualified to become a devotee, and the devotee, by service mood, bhaktiya only, can gradually know the personality of Godhead. One should not, however, misunderstand the import of vishate enters into as referring to merging into the existence of the Supreme. Even, even in material existence, one is merged in the existence of the Lord. No materialist can disentangle, no materialist can disentangle the self from matter, for the self is merged in the external energy of the Lord. As no layman can separate butter from milk, no one can extricate the merged self from matter by acquiring some material qualifications. <clears throat> this vishate, by devotion, bhaktiya, means to be able to participate in the association of the Lord in person. Bhakti, or devotional service to the Lord, means to become free from material entanglement and then to enter into the kingdom of God, becoming one like Him. Losing one's individuality is not the aim of bhakti-yoga or of the devotees of the Lord. There are five types of liberation, one of which is called sayuja-mukti, or being merged into the existence or body of the Lord. The other forms of liberation maintain the individuality of the particle soul and involve being always engaged in the transcendental loving service of your Lord. The word vishate, used in text 1855 of the Bhagavad Gita, is thus meant for the devotees who are not at all anxious for any kind of liberation. The devotees are satisfied simply in being engaged in the service of your Lord, regardless of the situation. Lord Brahma is the first living being who directly learned the Vedic wisdom from the Lord, Tene Brahma Rida Yaadi Kavaye. Therefore, who can be more, a more learned Vedantist than Lord Brahma? He admits that in spite of his perfect knowledge in the Vedas, he was unable to know the glories of the Lord. Since no one can be more than Lord Brahma, 
Since no one can be more than Lord Brahma, how can a so-called Vedantist be perfectly cognizant of the Absolute Truth? The so-called Vedantists, therefore, cannot enter into the existence of the Lord without being trained in the matter of Bhakti-Vedanta, or Vedanta plus Bhakti. Vedanta means self-realization, and Bhakti means realization of the Personality of Godhead to some extent. No one can know the Personality of Godhead in full, but at least to a certain extent one can know the Absolute Truth, the Personality of Godhead, by self-surrender and a devotional attitude and by nothing else. In the Brahma Sangita also it is said, Vedeshu Durlabham, or simply by study of Vedanta, one can hardly find out the existence of the Personality of Godhead. But the Lord is Adurlabham Atmabhakdao, very easily available to His devotee. Srila Vyasadeva, therefore, was not satisfied simply with compiling the Vedanta Sutras, but over and above this, by the advice of his spiritual master Narada, he compiled the Srimad Bhagavatam in order to understand the real import of Vedanta. Srimad Bhagavatam, therefore, is the absolute medium by which to understand the absolute truth. Text 36 Therefore, it is best for me to surrender unto his feet, which alone can deliver one from the miseries of repeated birth and death. Such surrender is all auspicious and allows one to perceive all happiness. Even the sky cannot estimate the limits of his own expansion. So what can others do when the Lord himself is unable to estimate his own limits. Purport <clears throat> Lord Brahma, the greatest of all learned living beings, the greatest sacrificer, the greatest observer of the austere life, and the greatest self-realized mystic, it advises us, as the Supreme Spiritual Master of all living beings, that one should simply surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord in order to achieve all success, even up to the limit of being liberated from the miseries of material life and being endowed with all auspicious spiritual existence. Lord Brahma is known as the Pitamaha, or the Father's Father. A young man consults his, consults his experienced father about discharging his duties. So the Father is naturally a good advisor. But Lord Brahma is the Father of all fathers. He is the Father of the Father of Manu, who is the father of mankind all over the universal planets. Therefore, the men of this insignificant planet should kindly accept the instruction of Brahmaji and would do well to surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord rather than try to estimate the length and breadth of the Lord's potencies. His potencies are immeasurable, as confirmed in the Vedas, parasya shaktir vividaiva shuyate svabhaviki jnanabhala kriya cha Tritasvatara Upanishad 6.8 He is the greatest of all, and all others, even the greatest of all living and beings, namely Brahmaji, admits that the best thing for us is to surrender unto Him. Therefore, only those persons with a very poor fund of knowledge claim that they themselves are lords of all that they survey. And what can they survey 
They cannot survey even the length and breadth of a small sky in one small universe. The so-called material scientist says that he would need to live 40,000 years to reach the highest planet of the universe, being carried by a Sputnik. But this, but this also, but this is also utopian, because no one can be expected to live 40,000 years. Besides, when the space pilot returns from his travel, none of his friends would be present to receive him back as the greatest astronaut, as he has, be, as, be, as has become fashionable for modern, bewildered, scientific men. One scientific man who had no belief in God was very much enthusiastic in making plans for his material existence and therefore opened a hospital to save the living. But after opening the hospital, he himself died within six months. So one should not spoil his human life, which is obtained after many, many changes of bodies in 8,400,000 species of life, simply for the concocted material happiness of life through increasing artificial needs in the, made of, in the name of advancement of economic development and scientific knowledge. Rather, one should simply surrender unto the feet of the Lord to make a solution to all miseries of life. That is the instruction of Lord Krishna directly in the Bhagavad Gita. And that is the instruction of Brahmaji, the Supreme Father of all living beings in Srimad Bhagavatam. Anyone denying this surrendering process as recommended both in the Bhagavad Gita and in the Srimad Bhagavatam, and for that matter, in all authorized scriptures, will be forced to surrender unto the laws of material nature. The living entity, by his constitutional position, is not independent. He must surrender either unto the Lord or unto material nature. Material nature is also not independent of the Lord, since the Lord himself has claimed material nature as Mama Maya, or My Energy, 7.14, Bhagavad Gita, and as May Bina Prakritir Ashtada, or My Separated Energy, in eight divisions, Bhagavad Gita 7.4. Therefore, material nature is also controlled by the Lord, as He has claimed in Bhagavad Gita 9.10, Maya, Yakshena Prakriti Suyate Sacharacharam. Under my direction only is material nature working, and thus are all things moving. And the living entities, being superior energy to matter, have choice and discrimination either to surrender unto the Lord or to surrender unto material nature. By surrendering unto the Lord, one is happy and liberated, but by surrendering unto material nature, the living entity suffers. So the end of all suffering means surrendering unto the Lord, because the surrendering process itself is bhavachidam, liberation from all material miseries, svastyayanam, svastyayanam, perception of all happiness, and sumangalam, the source of everything auspicious. Therefore, liberty, happiness, and all good fortune can be attained only by surrendering unto the Lord because He is full liberty, full happiness, and full auspiciousness. Such liberation and happiness are also unlimited and they have been compared to the sky, although such liberation and happiness are infinitely greater than the sky. In our present position, we can simply understand the magnitude of greatness when it is compared to the sky. We fail to measure the sky, but the happiness and liberty obtained in association with the Lord are far greater than the sky. 
that spiritual happiness is so great that it cannot be measured even by the Lord Himself, not to speak of others. It is said in the scriptures, Brahmasokyam Tvanantam Spiritual happiness is unlimited. Here it is said that even the Lord cannot measure such happiness. This does not mean that the Lord cannot measure it and is therefore imperfect in that sense. The actual position is that the Lord can measure it, but the happiness in the Lord is also identical with the Lord on account of absolute knowledge. So the happiness derived from the Lord may be measured by the Lord, but the happiness increases again, and the Lord measures it again, and then again the happiness increases more and more, and the Lord measures it more and more. And as such, there is eternally a competition between increment and measurement, so much so that the competition is never stopped, but goes on unlimitedly ad finitum. Spiritual happiness is anandam buddhi vardhanam, or the ocean of happiness, which increases. The material ocean is stagnant, but the spiritual ocean is dynamic. In the Chaitanya Charitamrita, Adi Lila, fourth chapter, Kaviraj Goswami has very nicely described this dynamic increment of the ocean of spiritual happiness in the transcendental person of Srimati Radharani, the pleasure potency of Lord Krishna. What a purport. Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai. So believe it or not, it's almost eight o'clock. My how flies, time flies when you're having a great time. Hare Krishna. So we'll stop here, our readings for tonight, and we will uh, highly anticipate the reflections coming from the sages out there in cyberspace. Hare Krishna. First is from Rai Kanu Devi Dasi. Rai Kanu Devi Dasi, Hare Krishna. She says, Hare Krishna, dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. All glories to Srila Prabhupada. Jai Srila Prabhupada, Hare Bo. And from Rati Manjari. Hare Krishna, Rati. She says, Jai Guru Maharaj, back in the haven. Back in the haven. From Bhakta Christopher. Haribo, <coughs> Bhakta Christopher. Hare Krishna Guru Maharaj, please accept my humble obeisances. Thank you for sharing the nectar of the Srimad Bhagavatam with us. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to his divine grace. Sudevi Dasi says Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Sudevi Dasi, my dear God sister. And from Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Yes, Gopakanya Devi Dasi. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, and all assembled sages. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. All glories to Sri the Prabhupada. And from Gopal Roy. Hare Krishna, Gopal Roy, our hero. Dear Maharaj, it was so nice to hear about the method of understanding the Lord through surrender and development of the service attitude. Yes, that was the essence of the whole reading. Thank you. You nailed it. And to hear how the devotees are always perfect due to their engagement in the service of the Lord. Often I have to remind myself that I should want to develop real love for the Lord and to go back to Godhead, not to be relieved from the tribulations of this world, but in order to offer the best service to Krishna with unparalleled facility. Yes, that's right. That's what Sananda Goswami <coughs> says in Briya Bhagavatamrita, that the Lord's devotees are satisfied everywhere, 
as long as they can perform devotional service. But still they give special respect to the spiritual world because there you can serve continuously and you can serve in the company of the greatest devotees, the pure, absolutely pure devotees. Another point I wanted to add to what you said was that the eagerness to serve, the eagerness to want to know and want to be Krishna conscious is the impetus, is the, uh, we get strength from that. So we have to develop an eagerness to serve and an eagerness to be a devotee, an eagerness to be able to be with Krishna. Hare Krishna. He also said, I hope by regular service, chanting and hearing Srila Prabhupada's books, that my desires will become pure. Yes, so they will, so they will. They're already pure, but they can become purer. <laughs> pure, more pure, and most pure. Daityari Hari. Hari Hari Krishna Maharaj, thank you for tonight's reading. It was nice hearing tonight how a devotee is infallible due to his taking full shelter of the Lord, and at the beginning of devotional service, his service to the Lord's devotee. Krishna consciousness seems so simple. All we have is all we have to be is more sincere in our motives. If all I wanted to do was serve the Lord's pure devotees, I wouldn't have any problems. Yeah, thank you very much. Great reflection, great realization. Repeat that last sentence again. If all I wanted to do was serve the Lord's pure devotees, I wouldn't have any problems. If all I wanted to do was to serve, we had to coin that phrase. That was a good one, Dajjali Das. Thank you very much. Jagamohan. Jagamohan, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, dear Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. We heard tonight how Brahma is the father of all fathers. Mm. Is it true that Lord Brahma is the father Abraham in the Abrahamic religious traditions? Well, sometimes Srila Prabhupada alluded to that kind of thing, but we don't have any real, you know, hard connection to it but you know sometimes in a poetic way we describe these things and there's no harm in it there's no harm in it it's not possible to tie everything every single thing down you say you know uh, mechanically or or uh, er eruditely I remember Prabhupada said that there's a word yod that connects with yadu and it connects with the word Jew. So therefore he said that the Jews are the you know descendants of Yadu dynasty, therefore they're the chosen people. <laughs> so Prabhupada would say things like that in a poetic way. Prabhupada was a poet. He didn't claim to be a scholar. He was, in our eyes, a great scholar because he's so much better than we are, scholar, scholarship-wise. But he was a transcendental poet. The way he expresses transcendental thoughts in a way that can be uh, picked up and, and applied by practically anyone who's sincere and honest is mystical, you know the way he can paint a picture through words that give us an, an, um, an ability to visualize the absolute truth and to visualize ourselves in devo devotional life. It's m mystical and very wonderful. Hare Krishna. Jagamohan said, thank you once again for your reading. All glories to Sri Prabhupada. All glories to Prabhupada. Thank you. And from Subarao Rajagopal. 
Subrao, Rajagopal, Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Please accept my humble obeisances and all glories to Srila Prabhupada. Mm. Thank you, Maharaj, for your daily reading service. In the purport 2636, Ramaji advises us, as the supreme ma spiritual master of all living beings, that one should simply surrender unto the lotus feet of the Lord in order to achieve all success, even up to the limit of being liberated from the miseries of material life and being endowed with all auspicious spiritual existence. I remember this verse, Srimad Bhagavatam 2.3.10 Akama sarva kama va moksha kama dharadi hi vena bhakti yogena rajeta purushang param a person who has broader intelligence, whether he be full of all material desire, without any material desire, or desiring liberation, must by all means worship the Supreme Whole, the Personality of Godhead. Yes, we. this confirms one of the major points that was there in the beginning of our reading tonight, and that is that both this, the, the material world is caused and then it causes an effect and that effect causes another cause and like that the cause and effect goes on and on and on but the Lord is the cause of all causes therefore if you want anything you should go to the Lord because he's the cause of all causes he has all the goods at his disposal to give and he's willing to share that opulence with us if we simply become eager for devotional service. Hare Krishna. And from Rati Manjari? Yes, Rati. Dear Guru Maharaj, please accept my respectful obeisances. Tonight's reading was truly amazingly beautiful, truly a lifting of the curtain of Maya and a peak into the reality of Krishna's glories and his supreme position and the pristine position of his devotees. Mm. Thank you. Quite. Thank you for that reflection, Rati. That was beautiful. I especially like Srila Prabhupada's point in the purport of text 34. A grain of devotion is more valuable than tons of faithlessness. <laughs> Another Prabhupada classic. Yes. He also said one moment of, of pure consciousness is worth, you know, lifetimes of ignorance or speculative knowledge or whatever. Hare Krishna, thank you very much for that. And Rasika Shiramani says Hare Krishna. Oh, Hare Krishna, Rasika, Hare Bowl. Thank you again, everyone, again and again. Srimad uh, Bhagavatam ki jai. Samabeda Bhakta Brinda ki jai. Gaur Prem Anandi Hari Bo. See you tomorrow night, same time, same place, same topic as Brahmaji keeps unfolding, unfolding how it is that the material world was created and is developed and is going on and how we are involved in it. Hare Krishna. See you tomorrow night.